And now, broadcasting from their secret hideout, Checkpoint XP presents a show about comic books and superheroes. Robbie Landis, Joe Sloan, The Other Identity. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Other Identity. I am, of course, your main host, your hero, the one in charge. I am the Great Landis, and along with me, unfortunately, <laughs> until he's replaced, is Joe Boy. Yes. How's it going, Joe? No, don't, don't, like, answer that enthusiastically. That's who I am. You're, te- so, so you're one of those sidekicks that's terrible and, like, doesn't realize it? Yeah. yeah thinks gonna- that he's great? <laughs> Knows that he's great. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the glorious grotto. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> Where was that like five episodes ago? I don't know. The worst part is it's not like I spent the week thinking about it. That was like as you were doing the intro, I'm like the glorious grotto. Well, yeah, that's the that's how things come to you in the yeah. moment. You know what? Like, well, the uh, moment happened to be five weeks later. Great. Well, thank you for finally contributing. I do like the grotto. Glorious? I don't know that that like, lines up with our G brand, yeah, another but we G need word. another good G word. The gregarious grotto. Let's think on it. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everyone, into The Other Identity. Um, show about comic books and comic book culture, of course. Today, as you may or may not have guessed, uh, we're going to be talking about the Joker movie. We will try to be light on the spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we do encourage you throughout the show to give your own opinion in the chat, though. As always, we'd love to hear what you guys think, but um, I suppose uh, to just jump right into it, uh, overall, Joe, just like in a few short sentences, what did you think of the movie? Um, you can you can score it or give it a grade, how, yeah. however, however you feel more most comfortable doing it. So I gotta tell you, now some three days or four days removed from seeing the movie, I feel almost how I felt the way I walked uh, did when I walked out of the theater. And that was, um, okay. Uh, I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed the film. Um, you didn't feel like your money was wasted. No, 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 okay. no. I, and I've it, like suicide squad. I was viscerally angry li- leaving the theater really? and that movie won an Oscar. Mm. This movie. No, I felt like it was, it was a good use of my money. Uh, I enjoyed myself throughout most of the movie. I just, you know, looking around and seeing all these people like, oh, my God, it's going to change the face of comic book movies forever. Ugh. No, I didn't. I didn't think that. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great or spectacular. It's not the best DC movie. I like. Also I still, not the worst, though. No, God, no. It, it's top top. Probably three. Aquaman uh, and Wonder Woman ahead of it. But you haven't seen Shazam yet. I haven't seen Shazam yet. OK, okay I missed right. I missed that one. So, yeah. yeah top three to five okay but yeah it's not the best one they've ever made and but no it's it's got it's far from the worst yeah yeah i mean i'd, I'd have to agree with you uh, overall i don't think that my money was wasted you know it was a it was a night out with uh with my girlfriend one of her friends you yeah. know when we went to dinner so it was fine there were probably other movies that i would have enjoyed less um uh uh joaquin phoenix's performance is hands down the best part about the film for sure like uh, i don't think there's anything about his involvement in the film that you can pick apart at which is surprising to me because when he was first announced i was very very eh, i don't come? know about that how come i don't i don't know i've never been a big joaquin phoenix fan and i just i did not foresee him playing 
the Joker very well. I, and, I will, and yet, and yet he, like you say, he's the best part of the movie far and away. I, I will give this to Joaquin Phoenix because as a person, as a human being, just some of the stuff that I've you know read about him, not a big fan at all. Uh, I feel like he falls in a similar category that Tom Cruise does. But his movies, <laughs> when he's on, <laughs> when he's on stage, tends to be good, right? I I, I can't deny the man's talent. So yeah, yes. I, I mean. Yeah, I, I, like I say, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of his acting either. Usually, in this case, I thought he was stellar. I thought, he, like I said, he's the best part of the movie. Uh, he does something different with the Joker that we haven't seen yet. It, I mean, I've never seen a portrayal of the Joker quite like his. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was refreshing, unlike Jared Leto, who tried to do a very different Joker, and it was awful yeah. and hard to watch. Yeah. This was I legitimately like... I would be happy to see him play the Joker more. I'll put it that way. Would, do, do you do you not expect because I don't think there's going to be and in fact I'm pretty sure the director has said no. But would you want to see a sequel or a continuation of this story? And see that's because there's a difference between would I want to see him play the Joker more or would I want to see a Joker two? Right? There's those are two different questions. Do I want to see a Joker two? No. No, I think this is a pretty good leave-off point for the Joker. I thought that was pretty well handled. Um, would I want to see him play the Joker again in some fashion? Yes. I, if like if it was uh, up for, you know, there's another Justice League movie that was going to involve the Joker, would I be up for them saying, yeah, we brought in Joaquin Phoenix to play him? Great. I don't, I don't know how you're going to make that work in the continuity, but great. That's amazing. <laughs> have they ever been worried about continuity? At DC, it's been, yeah. a, it's been a minute since yeah. they've been too worried about that. We have that. Uh, Zod TV in the chat over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP saying, think he will get a nomination. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, uh, uh, Heath Ledger got one. He did. Um, and, uh, you know, this did so well around the film uh, festival circuit yeah. that, yes, I think I think that the majority of, of the Academy will definitely look at this differently than they have comic book movies up to this point. I think, yeah. I think that where this movie has done, quote unquote, the most is for people who don't watch a lot of comic book movies because they think that, you know, Scorsese, it's not cinema. Right. Or uh, Jennifer Aniston just came out and said that, you know, she wishes we'd have less of these Marvel movies and more of, you know, you've got mail and, you know, older stuff like that. She's just mad that she didn't get to play Pepper Potts. <laughs> that she's not getting a whole lot of work. Yeah. Uh, sorry about your Netflix movies with Adam Sandler, but, you know, take Oof. what you can get. Um, Go back to working with Jim Carrey. Yeah. So so let's talk about the movie then. Um, okay. First of all, I, I'd like to answer Zod's question, actually. Oh, of course. I would be surprised if he doesn't get the nomination. And I think he deserves it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he wins. I mean, the, there's a long way between getting nominated and winning. But I think... Did did Ledger win or was he just nominated? I feel like he won it I think, I think he might have won it. Yeah. I feel like he won it for mm-hmm. this. Uh, but I think Joaquin Phoenix absolutely would deserve... At least, at least the nomination. And if they gave it to him, if he won it, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think he le- would be legitimate in winning that mm-hmm. award as well, for sure. So uh, my overall problem with the film here is I felt that it was, uh, you know, we, it was fine. Yeah, I, 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 fine. I felt like I got my money's worth for sure, yeah. but I felt like it it was safe. I felt like the director that that, that Phillips didn't have his own real vision for it right there i feel like there was no risks that this movie took and and i think that was my biggest problem is coming out of it um you know i didn't feel like i was impacted or changed in any way It, it it ended how it i expected it to end and there wasn't any real big 
twists. The only twist that I sort of didn't didn't see coming. And and honestly, if you took it out or left it in, I don't think that it really would have changed anything. Yeah. And and that was the plot point with uh, with Zazzy Beats with right. with his quote unquote love interest. I, I spent like half that movie like nudging Robin Sarah and be like, that's that's Domino, right? That that's Domino. That was yeah. absolutely Domino for yep. sure. So yeah, uh, I don't think. Like you say, I don't know that he took a ton of chances with it. It's of course it's a darker, grittier, eighty style Joker movie, which you know is fine. Um, I will say that what I was pleasantly surprised about is basically all of the worst case scenarios that I had going into the movie. None of those came to pass. So hold on. So your 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 like crowning uh, uh, um, uh, uh, commendation for the movie is that it wasn't the train wreck it could have been. Well, I gotta say, after four or five years of DC movies, that's kind of how I'm trained to see oh, these movies. Man. Is what's the worst that could happen? But uh, like you say, the whole thing with his quote unquote love interest. I'm like, oh god we said it i think last episode oh god if this ends up being that like him not getting the girls what pushes him over the edge i'm gonna that's gonna be mm-hmm. awful no that's which, not which at it wasn't. all no it, it was not at all what it was so all those kind of like worst case scenario things that people had thought up for what the joker might be none of those really came to pass it was fine i don't know what chances i would have wanted the movie to take with the joker i can actually point out a few to you because i think that that there are there are a few interesting messages within the film, and and maybe this was his uh, 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 Todd Phillips, uh, you know, decision from the start. But I feel like none of those messages are are are, are really put in cement like this is what we're trying to say right there's things that you can pick up on but they don't commit to any of them now that could be on purpose yeah in in relation to you know near the end when the joker says i don't believe in anything right okay which i guess in that case that's fine but i think that's one of the things that makes it a mediocre film is that that can be your message but I feel like when you're doing a film like this, you want to really take a stand and make a message, well, not just be like, eh, don't believe in anything. See, I took that kind the of Joker's differently. neutral. I know I took that really differently because while he does say that, like all deluded ideologues, he does have a message and he is standing for something. He's just trying to go walk the path of saying, no, 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 I don't stand for any of that. I don't. This isn't a message or anything. Does well, that does that I not, beg to differ. Everything you do in this movie is definitely right, a message. But, but because the movie's saying because he's saying that doesn't that dilute it for you? No, because that's the Joker. Like, that makes sense. He doesn't exist in a world of logic. And that is, like, why it made sense for them to use the character of the Joker for what he's trying to do. I mean, yes, that is part of him. But that's definitely not the the, the strongest message that I think the Joker well, what could, I, could carry. I agree. And what I think is interesting about it is the whole movie is kind of trying to, uh, well they would have you believe that it's a story about mental health, right? And mm-hmm. and some of the failures of the mental health system, especially in the 80s. But I thought Sarah pointed it out very well as we were walking out of the theater where she said, yeah, they said it was about mental health, but it's really a story about poverty. I'll give you that one because that's, that, that's something that Katie also says. Is she's like, if that's about mental health, they did a very, very poor job of, of painting it that now, way. Don't get me wrong. Poverty and mental health are very frequently right intertwined and that happens all the time and there are moments that are obviously very true to reality you know with the fact that that she's like they're canceling the whole program like yes for sure exactly but at the same time what the 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 issues that they were really highlighting in there wasn't with mental health but it was with poverty Mm -hmm. and that's really i feel like what they were kind of focusing on there which i don't 
isn't a bad thing don't get me wrong but it's not the story i feel like they were trying to tell yes actually we're going to get back to something uh, uh, along those lines here in just a minute you're listening to the other identity if you uh, happen to be joining us live we appreciate that and we thank you if you've uh, downloaded the podcast we also thank you but we'd love you to join us live and that's over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint xp you can find us there thursdays at 3 p.m eastern time so going back to this idea of, of the story that they were trying to tell is, 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 is again, I, I go back to just this, this, this movie to me is just embroiled in mediocrity because I feel like there's so many different things that they could have said that they maybe wanted to, but all of their attempts at it were just a few steps before they tried to move on to something else, right? I think that mental health would have been a great thing for them to really buckle down on. Because again, they took a lot of instances and a lot of moments where they showed some really hard truths about our world and then just kind of rolled on Especially with the in story. The, in the first third of the movie. Yes, yeah. yes. And what I thought would have been really, really interesting for them to do, because you notice that as he got off of his medication, he started to become, his actions were a bit more clear. He was more confident in himself. He started to, I don't want to say he had a plan because he's a man without a plan, but you could tell that that's where the big change was. And it was right around the time that he learned that, spoilers, that he was adopted, right? Yeah. So that means that he didn't inherit anything from his mother. And he does we know as a, a narcissistic uh, personality oh, disorder. Tons like of stuff. Yeah. Tons of stuff. And we also learned that he doesn't remember anything from his childhood. I, I, I saw something somewhere where it's like they use childhood, you know, childhood trauma as a great way to show why he's all screwed up. And I'm like, we had one scene where they mentioned his childhood for five seconds. No, they didn't. Yeah. But I mean, they mentioned it, th- but, but they didn't it. really illustrate it. Yeah. Right. So he learns all of this new stuff and, and basically all the reasons that he thought that he was screwed up and all the reasons that they gave him these treatments and these medications were all false. Right. Right. And so I thought if they would have buckled down on the idea that he realizes that maybe he's not crazy the system turned him crazy right Mm. and obviously we as a society determine what's crazy and what's not crazy but when he gets off of his medication he 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 goes back he, he i think discovers who he is now in our eyes that's still insane because he goes around killing people right right but as we know from the 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 mythos of the joker He's actually not insane. He's been proven several times to be sane and know exactly what it is he's doing. Right. And again, you can kind of see this a little bit, but the fact that they didn't actually sort of buckle down on it and and, and kind of take it all the way to home base, I think, is one of the reasons that I feel like it kind of falls short for me because one of the coolest things I think is, is and, and this is actually one of the things that, that uh, uh, I'm glad that they put into the character and is new and interesting, that his laughter is involuntary. Yes. Right? I re- see, and I, I spent the whole movie expecting to find out that that wasn't true. Ah, dep- see, and again, it depends on how you look at it, but because they sort of just left it up to you to decide, right. I felt like it fell flat. But when he gives the line that all this time I've thought that my life was a tragedy, turns out it's a comedy the way that i kind of take that is that he's laughing when he thinks something's funny but society has told him no that's inappropriate to laugh at that's not funny right right but near the end he finally accepts that you know what it's all a joke they don't get to decide what's funny for me i get to decide yeah i so i took a couple things a little bit differently than you did uh not so much uh him getting off his medication i always thought that that was kind of um I thought that was kind of a red herring for the story of him getting off his medication. What I thought it more was, and we see it, 
in the subway beatdown. Mm-hmm. He becomes more confident the moment he's being violent. That's and fair as so, well. Like when he's getting beaten down in the subway, he's shaking, he's twitching until he turns over and shoots the first person. And you see it in the way uh, Phoenix portrays it. He stops shaking completely. He's in perfect control as he shoots the other guy. And then as he and walks chases out and, and down chases the other down guy. the other guy, mm-hmm. he becomes himself. See, and now here's the question, because I think that both of these are great observations. And so the question comes down to, did the director intend for this film to sort of affect people for people to see it in different ways and have these discussions or is this just a a a symptom of not being able to figure out exactly what it was he wanted to say i think it's i think it's a symptom of a really good acting job and by that i mean the way that phoenix chooses to portray the joker i think lends credence to the things that i'm saying Mm -hmm. uh whereas the story being presented to you on screen lends credence to the story that you're saying i agree with that as well and i think that we can look back at todd phillips other work to sort of back that up would the would due date or would the hangover movies been as funny as they were had it not been for the talent that they had Mm, i mean that's fair um I mean, I don't think particularly those movies are funny anyway, so I, it's we, hard for me to say. We but. watch them for for the big names, though, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we most if people we do, do, I didn't. You just yes. go and find the bad movies with the bad actors and watch those. Yeah, I watch. If, listen, if I'm going to watch something that's not going to make me laugh, it might as well be hot garbage. I mean, I guess that's fair. And, and I see. I just feel like. Uh, again because w- what's the message from either of our sides right because i feel like I, you you just d- d- disproved mine by saying he was still on his meds and he was violent and that's where you saw that turn of control right, right? and uh, it's hard to argue against that i guess and and but but what message comes from from either well I of think, those two i think it comes from early on in the movie he says that you know he wants to talk about upping his meds and she's like you're on seven of them you must be feeling something which says one of two things either and as i mean sarah as the uh uh, uh psychologist in the family uh was literally just like well yeah if he's on seven medications those are most likely working against each other and not working for mm-hmm. him anymore and i'm like all right well i don't know if the average fan is supposed to understand that but fair enough it's a it's a combination of the medicines that he's on are failing him but i think what it's meant to show and i remember seeing um i I think it was joaquin phoenix who who said this early on is that what he liked about the character is that we're seeing a character who knows he has this darkness in him and it's meant to make you feel that fear of when you start giving into it that you aren't afraid of it anymore that you like it Mm -hmm. and i feel like that is what that scene is trying to show us as soon as he gave in for the first time and turned around and shot the one guy he discovered that he liked it. And, and and see what what could have been a great message too had they continued on this path of of you know that's sort of when he starts to realize that that maybe what's wrong with him isn't necessarily like to him wrong. And when he gets off of his meds what what could have been a really interesting message to play with was because you know I've known some people in in the past that spent a lot of their life on medication and it it helped to an extent, but they also had issues from it as well. Right. And so to them, it's like, do I have issues while on it and get help a little bit? Or do I go off of it, have different issues, but feel like I'm being more true to myself? Like, it's a part of me, and I feel like I need to master that, yeah. right? And so when he went off of his meds, he, I think that he starts to feel better and starts to accept himself. But we also see the dangers of if you really do need those, 
the type of stuff that could end up happening, right? For sure. And had they, I'm telling you, man, had they just buckled down and like and like picked one message and instead of trying to double down on it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Instead of trying to do a bunch of other stuff, I might have felt like this movie meant something more. You know, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of people, a uh, 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 trash panda in the chat you know when we were first talking about it you know was like did you not feel any empathy for him well first of all no i mean i can get why people would have right people have been in these sort of situations you know where the system is failing them where they're feeling like they're not getting help but he's the joker so i know exactly where this is going so no at no point did i feel empathy for him and i actually went back to something that you said in one of our earlier episodes that this movie if it hadn't been labeled the joker had it just been its own original movie that was inspired by the character so that that way he could have done something new with it something his own put his own vision on it i think it could have been a lot better it could have been it could have been something completely new yeah uh, so i guess that comes back to what we were talking about with taking a risk right now so we talked about the joker and we've said it before the fundamental problem with telling the joker's origin story which he really doesn't have until now um the oh, fundamental and I'd like to is, point out really quick yeah. too that Todd Phillips did actually say that he doesn't consider this to be the Joker. He said this could just be, you know, uh, some guy that the guy who actually becomes the Joker sees and is inspired by. That, that and that would have been interesting. But here's the thing: they could have gone a really bold way and had him at the end of this kind of come out on top and not in the way that he gets out of a burning car and now has a legion of Joker troops at his side. Literally mastering this coming out a healthy person on the other side of it they, they could have tried to go that route with it and have this be a joker who doesn't just evolve into what we know he'll eventually become but like you say because you know where the joker eventually is going to end up it's hard to have empathy for him you do yes i i see that the system failed him and that sucks and that is the message that i really wanted to see kind of highlighted that like this is a there's an epidemic in our country where the system is not doing the job that it's supposed to do. And even people who are trying to make it work, they don't have the funding. They don't have the resources, whatever it takes. That would have been a, a very interesting message to really uh, you know, highlight. But again, because it's the Joker and because we know that this is the person who's eventually going to paralyze Barbara Gordon from the waist down. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I cannot empathize with this person yeah. and I'm, as much as I want to. Yeah. You know, then and I feel like that that's something that fans definitely seem to be divided on on both sides. Either you empathize with him a lot or you didn't. And we'd love to know what you guys think. Uh, let us know on social medias. That's Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook. If you watch the Joker, what did you think? Did you actually empathize with Arthur knowing full well that he's a psychopath that would become the Joker? Let us know. So the last thing that I want to hang on right here is 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 because I I definitely think that the ending of this is what fell flat. And again, everything about this movie was telegraphed to me. Nothing surprised me. And what I just realized too, talking talking this through w- with you, what would have been I think really bold and what they could have really drove a very very meaningful message home with is before he goes on uh uh the the the, the, the murray. murray show yeah. right you know he's practicing in his uh in his apartment right walking out yeah. at, answering some questions getting a joke and then we see that what his plan is is that he's going to commit suicide yes. on the show right yes and eventually and and spoilers uh on the show he actually turns and ends up killing murray instead right, right? i think they should have swapped that 
I think that when he sat down and he was practicing in his living room, his plan should have been, I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them all. Yeah. But then once he gets on the Murray show, he has his gun out. He's giving his speech and whatnot. And instead of killing him, and this goes to your point, too, where, where, where something clicks. Maybe he realizes what he is or what he's done and the danger that that is to society, right? Yeah. Give him some 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 speech or some dialogue where... You know, he, 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 he realizes that there's problems on both sides, right? And, and maybe nobody actually has the answer. But what he's doing and the events that he's put into motions also isn't the answer either. And when it comes down to it, you know, everyone's, I think, just society's failing everybody. And then the, the, uh, uh, the spin is or the surprise is that he does end up shooting himself on stage there. And that puts into motion something. I don't know, but I feel like that could have been the twist that could have, I think, then made us realize that this wasn't a movie about Joe, about the Joker, the guy that we know. Right. Then we don't feel bad emphasize or, 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 or empathizing with him. I yeah. think that we all then feel really shitty for not pulling for him through the other movie, realizing that he could have t- turned himself around. He could have changed because, again, the whole time I'm knowing he's the Joker. I'm I don't know. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. So that's interesting. If they had gone the route of him practicing shooting Murray and then at the end committing suicide. Wow. Um, That would have been a very gutsy call. Um, I would have at least given them credit for a very bold take. Yeah. Uh, For having, again, his own vision instead of just because, again, I don't see anything in this movie that I feel like hasn't been done somewhere before. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I, I mean... I wouldn't have hated that ending. I'll put it this way. Now, I didn't hate the ending that we ended up getting uh, where he's in the uh, the institution uh, and he, you know, he has his little moment like a, he wouldn't get it, uh, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then apparently murders that person and starts, you know, going on a Looney Tunes Scooby-Doo chase right. throughout the facility. I liked that ending. I did not like the whole sequence of him getting out on the car. Well, uh, and, and, one thing and, I've had, I've heard it suggested multiple times now that that is all his fantasy. All just in his head, which I was actually expecting as the camera was panning out that like the screen would flicker back and forth between his legion of followers and maybe just one or two people there, you know, yeah. showing that, yeah, he's imagining all of these people that again that would have been an interesting take too yeah if they've gone that way for for me all this comes down to is i feel like todd phillips was too afraid to really commit to any one thing and now he's just trying to hide behind the idea that oh it's all open to interpretation right right anyone's opinion can fit in here however you saw it there's a little bit of us in it like there's a little bit of the joker in us all right right? like i just feel like it's it's really artsy fartsy and i feel like the only thing that he's really capitalizing right now is people being like, oh, yeah, this is a great take on comic book movies. Nobody's ever done this before. Let's forget about Logan. Let's forget about Watchmen. Let's forget about Sin City. Right. Nobody's ever done the artsy take before. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I liked Joker. I, enjoy, I did enjoy the movie, and I know it sounds like we were really railing on it hard. It just left a lot on the table. It had potential to go a lot further I, than I it did, and it irks mm. me a bit that people... I are think, saying it's as good as it is. I'm like, I, it's fine. No, I think we all liked Joaquin Phoenix. We did. You put anybody else in there. You put Jared Leto in there. 
is this movie still the masterpiece that it is? All right. If it was no, Jared Leto. Same lines. Yeah. Same lines. Shot for shot for shot. Yeah. But it's Jared Leto's Joker instead. Yeah. Is this still the same amazing taxi driver movie of our generation? Jared Leto's Joker would have ruined the Dark Knight, to be fair. <laughs> like, that movie would have sucked with Jared Leto. Um yeah, I, I think uh, a lot of it does go to Joaquin Phoenix, which, I mean, yes, there is an element of, you know, that taking away from the overall quality of the movie. But at the same time, there is something to be said for knowing the person you need to play the character you have envisioned. If, you know, uh, if we're going to rail on Todd Phillips for, you know, his movies being carried by their cast, let's also praise him for having an idea of how to cast his movies. Maybe. that. I, I mean, I feel like that goes both ways. I don't know. Because, because I've seen good some, scripts ruined by a bad cast. I don't know that I can put the casting on him, though. Because, for example, James Gunn did not want Batista or Star-Lord That's true. Uh, in, his, uh, in his movie. That's fair. But somebody else convinced him. Let's find out who the casting director was. Oh, the, the, uh, she's the same casting director for, for Joker or for the Marvel movies? For Joker. Oh, okay. Because it's the same casting director for almost all the Marvel movies. Yeah. And she's absolutely phenomenally brilliant there right. so uh let's see let me let me go through Shana here markowitz well good job Shana. good job Shana markowitz job, well Shana. done on, on, on that casting uh on that casting call well done mm-hmm. so i mean overall would you suggest that people see this in theaters or do you think it's something that they can wait to get at home so there's a lot of movies that i do recommend people see in theaters because i think like like when we saw endgame right see that in theaters oh, something like that or something like, like pacific rim i saw the first pacific right. rim on on my TV or not even my TV on my computer screen and I instantly regretted not being yeah. in a theater for I always thought like that way about Lord of the Rings the star any Star Wars movie mm-hmm. like yeah I'll see that on the big screen no this movie you can see at home I don't know like and that's not that's not even a criticism of the movie that's just saying the movie and the story that's being told here I don't think a lot would be added by seeing it on a bigger screen yeah like, I agree I, I mean, even my mom who was like so how uh, how brutal was joker and i'm like it wasn't I mean, really i think only like four or five people die in that whole movie yeah like, the, and, like and, and only a ton of people die only one of those scenes i would classify as brutal i would classify one scene as brutal i would no. there's a lot of scenes that were intense sure there's a lot of intensity in that movie but no yeah brut- brutality there was the apartment scene yeah i mean everything else was just gunshots by the way, the apartment scene is my favorite part of that movie. My favorite part of the movie, the part that I think felt the most Joker, was when he was cleaning out his locker and leaving. Mm. And then he, you know, he says some stuff, and then he comes back in and goes, "I forgot to punch out." Smashes the thing, and then as he's walking out, you know, scribbles out the, you know, "Don't smile" or whatever or whatever it is. Like I don't know, th- that sequence there just felt the most Joker to I me. I think there was two moments that I felt were the most Joker that Joaquin was in those movies. The Joker that we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the scene in the apartment where he lets the the one guy go and the guy can't reach his thing. And he like scares him on the way by. Mm-hmm. Very Joker. Very Mark Hamill Joker at that. And when he's on the Murray show and says uh, uh, they couldn't carry a tune to save their life. Yeah. That was an incredibly Joker line. Those were the two moments where I was like, there he is. Yeah. There's the Joker. All right, guys. Well, again, as always, we'd love to know what you think. So connect with us on social media. Make sure that you're following us. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. That's going to be it for us this week. Joe boy. Take us away. Will Joker get a sequel? Will it win an Oscar? Tune in next time. Same Twitch time. Same Twitch channel.